So, we're live. Today's episode, we are doing Random Friday. And part of Random Friday, I don't know if you hear something in the background, that's my cat. She's very loud. She's in a very honor mood, so... Today's episode is basically we're going to be doing some Joker cringe stuff. We're going to be talking about... Um, for those who didn't hear yesterday's episode, we did an episode where it was basically we talked about everything, and the title of the show was I'm the Joker, baby, which came from this video I saw, and I was just laughing my ass off at this video. And part of this video, I was told by listeners that there's plenty of Joker stuff. Plenty of Joker cringe people. And it is amusing and funny to see, especially, you know. (laughs) it's just hilarious and the thing is like I have nothing against people who love Joker you know I am one of those people that is oh you're not late love we just kicked off the podcast and I'm giving the intro to what we are doing for the show today and Today's episode, we are going to be talking about some Joker cringe, because a listener of the show told me about this Facebook group of Jokers. <laughs> and let me tell you, that is <laughs> that is pretty entertaining stuff, because part of it is a lot of these... Joker, I wouldn't say memes, like Joker, like quotes with Joker pictures and Joker and Harley pictures. And those are the things that bug me the most because it's like people who create those are not very accurate on the information of what they're getting on Joker and Harley. And Lilo is barking. It's pretty funny though because... I went out, I I went to look one day, Leo's barking at something, and it was another cat. (laughs) It was a cat coming towards our house, and for those who don't know, I feed, I have a cat farm, and I feed a ton of cats, and this cat belongs to somebody because this cat is wearing a collar and a name tag. (laughs) It was like Leo barking, like, you have an odor, get out of here. It was just, it was funny though, <laughs> and it was it was funny though because a lot of the cats I feed don't have collars; they're just homeless. Well, I wouldn't say homeless; they have a home. It's it's my shed. <laughs> they live there. I put a chair in there, which is <laughs> I put a chair in there for them to sit in and snuggle in, and it's 
pretty funny though to see like a group of cats snuggle in one chair where there's a blanket and before I had to leave to go to a place I don't want to go to most of the time called work I went out there to put food out there and I seen them all like sleeping in the chair and I put a blanket over them <laughs> so they wouldn't get cold it's kind of how I am as a person <laughs> so and it's it's a, it's amazing though to feed cats that they act like they don't they're intimidating and really they're just a bunch of soft cats softies so and so anyway that's kind of why I'm explaining Leo's barking also she will bark at a dog she'll bark 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 all of a sudden get that dog barking and that dog gets yelled at and Leo just turns around and walks away. <laughs> that amazing as you love. So. I I found some Joker videos. Joker role players who. It's kind of funny though. So. A lot of these are, like, cringe. I mean, they're not like Sean Ward. Like, Sean Ward is, like... he. It's funny, though, because of... Um, it's funny, though, because the Mortal Kombat Joker is... He looks like the Sean Ward from the Sean Ward show, which is kind of funny. Because I'm thinking, like, oh, man, that's crazy. It makes, you, it makes you wonder, like, what is the fatality? Like, what will Joker do? It's always, like, the funny thing about it. So. I'm just looking up crazy things. Did you see Titans? Um, no, I haven't. I I haven't gotten to see um, Titans. Yeah, the Titans show. Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting though, because when I um, one thing I kind of noticed, like rewatching Titans, is. I, I noticed that Beast Boy in the show has been sort of tossed aside a bit in the uh, in the show. I wouldn't say tossed aside, but more put on the sidelines in some episodes. But I think I think a lot of people kind of called them. I think a lot of people noticed it, and all of a sudden they're doing like some Beast Boy 
centered episodes. Like the last one they did um, with Superboy. It was it was a good episode, but at the same time, it was just it was really it wasn't really a strong episode. Like it wasn't like the last episode they did like last Friday. It wasn't really a strong episode. It was really. Uh, it felt like more of a a filler episode. Like all of a sudden, Dick Grayson, spoiler alert, beats up a airport cop and gets arrested. I, I sort of I was just like, really? Is that where the episode's going? Like it it made no sense to be quite honest with you. Like it made no absolute sense and in my opinion. And I and now that I think he's like going to jail where I was just like and and the thing about it, like it it, it ended in the stupidest way. Like everybody got mad at him. For admitting that he killed Slade Wilson's son. And everyone got mad at him. And they all leave the tower. Like, it was the stupidest moment in TV show history, in my opinion. Like, why would, why would it be... I, I, um, I, I think it's like part of like the Judas contract. It, it's basically like the Judas contract story in a way like it minus that they don't have Tara in it I know it wasn't his fault it was like they they paint him like he's the asshole that got them all in danger and it's like and, and Hawk uh, the, Hawk really has no room to talk because that motherfucker killed people <laughs> like that like him and Dove are like the shittiest people who act like they're the moral high ground. And it's like, first off, you fuckers were addicted to drugs. <laughs> and drinking. It's like, you people have no room to be like, well, you know, we would not do that. It's like, you people are the dumbest people. <laughs> I, I know, like... And... And they all leave Superboy... Who is a dangerous person himself. I don't even know what happened to the mom. The mom just like, boom, disappeared. They leave Superboy. Who they know has the powers of Superman. And the tower for, you know, Garfield, Beast Boy, to handle and take care of. It's like, you people are the, you people are pieces of shit. Like, I would love to see Garfield... Be you know, they all show up to return. Like Garfield, we're here to help you. And it, if I was him, I'd be like, really? Like you fuckers walked out of the tower because you all got pissy and upset, and all of a sudden you come back to be like, we're going here to help you. I, I'd be like, you know what? You people go fuck yourselves. You Hawk, go shoot up something and go back to the farmland with with Dove. Raven, go do whatever the hell you're doing with Starfire. Wonder Girl. Go back to Thamascara and tell Wonder Woman she's a bitch. And that's it. We're done. <laughs> that's what I would do if I was Beast Boy in that position. I'd be like, 
you know, get out of here. <laughs> like, like that's what happened. If I was, if if I was, Beast Boy in that situation, I would call Batman. <laughs> like, and and the thing about it is, Dick Grayson is kind of a dick. He leaves Garfield to handle a dangerous person who he has no experience of handling a Kryptonian. In the meantime, you got a speed a number on speed dial. You could just call him in Gotham to be like, listen, we got you know, a dude who's like Superman. He's a teenager. We need to deal with this. You got Kryptonian. You got Krypton. Well, I wouldn't blame Bruce of not responding. <laughs> and and Jason Todd leaves as well. And imagine him showing up in Gotham at Wayne Manor. Alfred would be like, oh shit. And Bruce would be like, lock the gates. Lock the gates, lock the doors, put up a security system. We don't need that fucker here. He's enough trouble. Like, that's what would happen if I... <laughs> I wouldn't blame Bruce for not responding. Dick Grace just fucked up the whole... He fumbled the ball, is what he did. He should just kept that shit to himself. Yeah, I know. I know. He. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> you know, like. Jason shows up at Wayne Manor with Rose. We need to move in. Bruce would be like, no, not in this house. <laughs> you and Patches go somewhere else. It's just. It's just crazy. So, <laughs> like, I, I I can't help but laugh at the, the whole the whole thing. Like, I know a lot of people love the joke I made about the Wonder Twins and them being a part of <laughs> Justice League, which probably won't happen. The only way they could do that is like if they do Super Friends, and I don't think anybody wants to read a Super Friends comic. I take it back, I would. Some of it's kind of corny and funny. So, like... You know, the, the Wonder Twins... They're talking about, like, rumors of the Wonder Twins possibly showing up in Titans Season 3. That'd be the point. I'd be like, I'm out. You had first two seasons going, and now you're bringing in those two weirdos. They're basically like Donnie and Marie as superheroes. For those who don't know what Donnie and Marie is, they basically did the song, I'm a little bit country, I'm a little bit rock and roll. South Park basically did a better version of it. <laughs> so... I, you know, I, I know a lot of people, like, wrote, like, some messages saying, you know, you're kind of hard and mean on Wonder Twins. They're, they're really good characters. And it's like, not really. 
Not really. It's bad when, when the, you know, when the dog and the the one kid who cosplays as a superhero that he wants to be, and the one chick. It's bad that those three are more entertaining than the Wonder Twins. The, the Wonder Twins are basically. It's bad enough when Teen Titans Go makes fun of them. <laughs> when you have a show that everybody hates, which I don't understand why you'd hate it, it actually sells a lot more DC giant comics than Batman, actually, if for those who don't know. They do. They actually sell more than Batman, Superman comics, and Wonder Woman comics. Like Wonder Woman comics are like the hardest ones to sell. It's hard to sell them. It's like nobody wants them. And except, except uh, I would say this: like some women buy Wonder Woman comics, but when it comes to little kids, like they don't buy it. Like they see Teen Titans Go or DC Superhero Girls, they buy those because they have a universal cover that speaks to them. And I even bought Teen Titans Go because. It actually has a funny comic in it where the Titans get kicked out of Riddler's uh, mini golf course. <laughs> where Riddler puts on a sign that says, No Titans. <laughs> banned for... <laughs> Titans, Teen Titans banned for life <laughs> on it. And it's like a funny cover. It's a funny issue. So... Even the Scooby-Doo comics sold really well, especially in Halloween and October. Like They had the DC ghosts and DC villains. Scooby-Doo really sold, because who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? So, it's bad enough when Teen Titans Go makes fun of Wonder Twins, showing how stupid they are as characters. Like, <laughs> like how lame they are. As characters. And it, it's really funny. And for me, I really liked that episode. I, I, I like the episodes where where Batman shows up. Where Batman just pops in. Like, I, I love the Batman cameos in Teen Titans Go. So. Anyway. Yeah, there is, um, yep. Yeah, there is a funny post I saw on, uh, Joker, um, This was pretty funny, though. I, I read this post. And a lot of these, like, Joker cringe things uh, are popping up because of the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Not in a negative way on the film with Joaquin Phoenix, but in a way that they make fun of people that kind of got obsessed with uh, Jared Leto's Joker like for this example this this woman made this post and the listener of the show sent me like tons of posts because apparently they're in 
the the listener described it as I inspired them to look for the cringiest Joker posts after the video. I'm the Joker, baby. Um, <laughs> which it was yesterday's episode. It's it's really interesting. It's really flattering to hear people send me crap that they find on posts. <laughs> I have I I. I told people like you can send me stuff in there, but not do not send me any of that crazy shit from that woman or man or it, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I'm a jerk, by the way. So, for kidding, I'm not a jerk, but I can be. So this this post screenshot. I don't know what my dog's barking at, but I am gonna check what she's doing real quick. Let me play the song real quick. If if I don't check, she will keep barking. I'm back, and I realized I did not play the intro. <laughs> so I had to close off the window because my neighbors are moving furniture. I take it they bought new furniture. It's weird though; they're the ones who, by the way, last night—not uh, last night, but a couple nights ago—made like loud noises. Uh, for those who don't know, you could read my posts on Twitter where they were the ones who were like making loud noises like they were hammering the walls or something and they had like a skill saw going like sorry <laughs> like I didn't know what they were doing like it was insane what they were doing yeah And they made, like, noises at, like, 5 a.m. Uh, it was, like... It's it's less creepier than... Um, where I heard, like, a loud voice. Someone screaming, You're fucking killing me! I don't know what it was. But it was just, like... if I, I wanted to yell, like, If they're killing you, you wouldn't be yelling that loud. <laughs> In a complete sentence. But anyway. So. Let's read this Joker. Post. Uh, they marked out the woman's name. Which I ask for anyone who wants to send me stuff. Mark out somebody's name. Because. I don't want no heat. From everybody getting mad over. Me making fun of somebody. So. 
She wrote, it's a woman, by the way, Feeling Seco. Feeling Seco. Uh, I guess it's Psycho, but I guess she couldn't spell Psycho. But she's feeling Seco. I'm Seco over my man. I will kill for him. So you fucking, you fuck with Jay, you're fucking with me. Remember, I fight dirty. I will... I fight dirty... Esif. I will kill a bitch... Or... The N-word. <laughs> for him. Nid. He will do the same for me. He's the Joker. Greenheart, Greenheart. I'm Harley Quinn. Blue Heart... Red Heart. So, she's feeling Seiko. I don't know what the fuck that means. And she's basically posing with her tongue out with a knife on her tongue. Wearing earbud headphones. A black shirt. Um, <laughs> I don't know what dirty asif means. A-S-F, I guess. Oh, dirty as fuck. You could have just wrote that. I mean, you wrote the N-word. And the word bitch. You could have wrote that. I mean, you wrote the word fuck already. You could have... You could have just put it in there. You could have just put one word... You could have just put it. You, you already had as. You could have put the rest of the word in there. You were just off by three letters. You already put F, but you're off by three letters. <laughs> it means she's a bitch. <laughs> no, she wrote like psycho, but she... She put the Y before the S for psycho. <laughs> so, uh, I love a lot of these posts. Like, this one's pretty funny though. This was oh, I remember this article, this article on ABC News, where a sword wielding man dressed as the Joker in Virginia was charged for wearing a mask in public, which is a felony. It's kind of funny though, because his mugshot, he looked like the fucking Joker. It was insane. And he, he really did a cool job with the, the makeup. And he wasn't wearing a mask. It was like face paint. It was like war paint. Face paint, really. But the mugshot was so fucking cool. He looked like the Joker. Like... And he looked like... He had like the Heath Ledger Joker look. Everything down to it. It was really cool. Like... That dude deserves a pass. I really can't make a joke about him. Because <laughs> it was really cool, though. But, um, yeah, so.
Every time I do that, I think of that stupid Dr. Pepper commercial. <laughs> like, I, I I remember, like, how annoying that commercial was. Um, as a kid, it was, like, the most annoying commercial I have ever had to sit through. It was like, <sighs> really? And it was basically I, I can't remember what it was. I think it was like the cherry Dr. Pepper commercial. And I just sat through it and I was just like, I hate this <laughs> I hate this commercial. I hate whoever came up with it. It was like the stupidest commercial I've ever had to sit through stuff, so Yeah, like, I don't know who came up with, I don't know who came up with the Harley Lettuce thing. Uh, it's pretty funny, though, how um, yeah. Oh, someone sent me a message about it. Oh boy. She set up a new Twitter account. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, here's what the person wrote. She set up a Twitter account and I got a follow and I realized who it was by the stupid ass background photo and also the mini likes of a Jared Leto posts. <laughs> I, you know, that's the thing about it. Like, I, that's the funny thing about it. Like, I don't understand the obsession with Jared Leto. Like, I, I, I never understood people's obsession with celebrities. Like, I can understand you, like, like a celebrity because they made good films and, you know, and stuff. It's funny though, because like you like what I've heard about Jared Leto, and the reason why James Gunn does not like Jared Leto is because he said Jared Leto is a very shady person, which James Gunn has a point, you know. And Leto is under the same, I wouldn't say the same category as James Franco, because James Franco can do, like, weird shit. Like, many people don't even realize, like, James Gunn is a creep. Like, he is a, I, I wouldn't say, like, to me, he's a very creepy person. Just something about him. He's just very creepy. Like, like I heard people, I, I, I remember this person talked about, they 
went to class like acting like he, they went to like some acting class that James Franco is doing and some people asked him like well, oh what was it like you know and he wrote like it's very he described it as the funniest thing he said like it's more like a a class that you just can relax through because he said like James Franco is a very lazy teacher like Franco does not teach anything he just talks through lectures <laughs> He lectures everybody about what he's done, what what they can do to, you know, do things. And it is a very fascinating thing, because... And it's also really interesting, like, I, I wish they would record it, just to see what Franco does... And like one person wrote, like they went to the same class as that person. They said, "Oh, he, you know, he looked high as fuck throughout it." And it wouldn't put, it, I wouldn't put it past him because James Franco does look like the kind of person that smokes a lot of pot. Like I believe Pineapple Express was just basically him performing as himself. <laughs> so, like. There's there's a lot of things that's so shady. Like I I heard a lot of stories about people in Hollywood. Like Stanley Kubrick once told Nicole Kidman about groups, about people who are in groups. Like they do a lot of weird things. Like he pointed out like her father was in, involved in some cult-like group, like, and it's funny though, it's really interesting though, because today, I was driving behind a person, and I immediately recognized what they had on their car by this, like that, and this person had a Masonic temple steel decal on their car. Right next to her license plate. It was a Freemason symbol. A Masonic Freemason symbol. And I saw that and like, scared the shit out of me. Like I was thinking, like, oh shit, this person is involved in some weird shit. And for those who are wondering like, what the hell is the Freemasons. The Freemasons are, I, I of course know them very well. Because I lived across the street from them when I was a kid. The Masons are basically, in a way, like the Court of Owls in Batman. They are a group of people that stick together. They wear garments. They wear, like, all these weird Masonic stuff. Like, the men will go into... The upstairs room of the house of the steel of the building, and the women will go in the basement because they feel like women should be below them. Women should be below men, and it was very. I remember one time, like me and my sister would watch these people, and it was just very creepy. And one of them, 
It was funny though. My sister pointed it out. One of them was her teacher. And one of them was our neighbor. (laughs) And it was like the weirdest thing. It was like, basically uh, the rich, basically the rich people in the town were in this group. They were in this Freemasons. And a lot of them are now are, half of them are dead. And the building just closed up and never reopened. But it was weird, creepy shit. And a lot of people would say, like, oh, you know, you're just being paranoid about it. But it's like, no, like, once you see a group of people in a group, secret group, it has no in a building that has no windows. One day I have to take a photo of it because the building is like not far from my dog Stitch's groomers, and I scheduled an appointment for him for next month, and she's basically packed. <laughs> so like one day I will go drop him off at the groomers, and I'll take a photo of it and upload it on the show's Twitter and Facebook page. It is like a brick building. You know what? I'm going to find it on Google. They have to have it on Google because it is a very... It's a building that you cannot miss. So, it's basically a brick building that has no windows. Just two steel doors that a cop or anything cannot break in through break in through. It is a creepy building. I have to I'm Googling so It's really interesting, though, because, for those who don't know, a lot of the Masons were part of the Founding Fathers. George Washington was a Freemason. Um, I I believe Benjamin Franklin was not just part of the Masons, but part of another cult. And Harry S. Truman, who was the Vice President of Franklin D. Roosevelt, was a member of the Freemasons. But the thing that it was really interesting, and I remember in 2004, 2004, George Bush was running for re-election, and John Kerry, and many people didn't even realize the thing was, George W. Bush and John Kerry were members of the Skull and Bones Society, and the Skull and Bones were a secret Yale group. And they stole the skull of Geronimo, who was the, you know, high chief Indian Geronimo. And they... My neighbors. Many people didn't realize that 
Geronimo was, you know, his skull was taken by, I believe, George Prescott Bush took the skull from his grave and they moved into the skull and bones and they did like rituals with his skull with they involved drinking human blood after some ritual thing so it's very weird though so i wouldn't say weird it's fucked up is the term so so i'm sorry about lilo barking my neighbors are assholes so anyway Anyway, I found this video. This Joker ASMR. I don't know what the fuck that even means. Joker roleplay. Suicide Squad. Creepy. Is in the title. I love how they put the word creepy. But the cover... They put the word creepy, but the cover of the video, I forget what it's called, like the screen grab, I think, I forget. It looks cringy. So, I found this video. I don't even know what the fuck ASMR even means. I don't know what that means, so. Something stupid, I don't know. <laughs> I, I love how it has the word creepy. Bad Toys, BigBadToys.com, BigBadToyStore.com. I heard about that. They sell, like, action figures. I, I heard about this, this store. They sell, like, high collectible action figures that you cannot find in stores. Like, they have a huge DC Comics catalog of, like, action figures. Like, they have Funko Pops. Uh, Batman the Animated Series, Justice League, they have t-shirts. Like, I heard a lot of cool stuff about this website. Like, they have, like, a ton of stuff. Like, they have a DC Comics bombshell Catwoman pin you can pre-order. I'd love to have that. <laughs> like, they have, like, a ton of stuff. Oh, they even have a Wonder Woman mini backpack. A Wonder Woman purse. I know who would love that. <laughs> a Wonder Woman smartwatch. <laughs> I have a ton of stuff. Wonder Woman shield umbrella. <laughs> Batman mini backpack. That's nice. I like the backpack. The Batman one. The DC Comics Wayne Enterprises watch. Wonder Woman Shield. <laughs> they even have like cosplay stuff. They have like uh, they have a Flash mask, Justice League shirt, a Batman Batarang, Batarang, <laughs> and a ton of fucking Harley Quinn stuff. Yeah, that's the thing that always bugs me. is like when they have like... Anyway. 
they even have the DC Multiverse. Those are hard to find. Those Multiverse action figures. Like, they took them off the shelves, man. Like, that, that pissed me off. I was just like, come on. They have the Batman Ninja. Oh, I heard about this one. You have to buy, like, all these... The six of the, um... Titans, um... Titans, like... You have to get Black Lightning, Jon Stewart, Green Lantern, Nightwing, Beast Boy, Kid Flash, Star, Fire to make the Batman Ninja. 114 bucks, or you can buy the Batman Ninja for, for 15 I got distracted. I just realized I got distracted by looking at this. They have the Dark Knight... The Dark Knight Joker action figure. The Val Kilmer Batman figure. The Batman Rebirth figure. Aquaman. That's cool, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna type it in. What I'm looking for. Catwoman. Wow. The DC collective the collectible Mezco toy Catwoman. DC collectibles Joel Jones Catwoman statue. Catwoman returns figure. The Dark Knight Rises. The Bat with Catwoman. Batman Ninja Catwoman. DC's Mystery Minis. Batman Plushies. The Classic Catwoman. LD, LDD presents DC Comics Mini Catwoman figure. Jim Ballant Catwoman. Catwoman statue. Dark Knight Rises Catwoman figure. DC's Artistry Alley Catwoman figure. Well, my Catwoman has that. Except she doesn't have the green one. She has the black and white and red one. Catwoman cat figure. <laughs> Batman Returns, Batman and Catwoman 2-Pack. I do, we do have that one, except we have the three of them, which is Catwoman, Batman, and Penguin. Funko DC's Bombshells Catwoman. I want that. (laughs) I love this one. This one is like the most adorable thing I found. The Batman... Catwoman salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> I love that. That is that is adorable. Gotham select Selena Kyle action figure. Hmm. Batman. Returns Catwoman headphones holder. 
Oh, this is like the minifigures where you attach to your headphones. It looks like they're hanging off. <laughs> DC Comics Q figure, Catwoman Rebirth, and Batman 1. I have those two. I have those two. I love those. Those are like the coolest ones, except like when I bought the Batman one, his leg was broken and like super glue it carefully back on. And uh, it's like super glue, super glue, crazy glue, and it's, uh, it's it worked. The DC Comics Bombshell Diecast Catwoman and 1959 Cadillac Coupe DeVille. My Catwoman has that one. Holy shit. The Batman Sanity. $3,099. There is no way I would buy that. That is crazy. Batman 66 Catwoman. Batman Returns Catwoman figure. Wow, I love those. Let's see what they have in the Batman one. I like this site. This is BigBadToyStore.com. They have a lot of cool stuff. A lot of Batman the Animated Series. The Batman Adventures Bat Armor Batman. The Dark Knight Returns statue. I love that. That is a cool statue. Batman Ninja. Justice League movie Batman. Mr. Freeze statue. Wow. Batman 89 figure. I love this one. This one's really... Really cool. This is the the uh, DC Comics Q Master Batman Family Night Out statue, which is basically not really the Bat Family because there's no Batman, Catwoman, or Alfred. It's basically the Bat Kids, <laughs> where it has Batgirl, Nightwing, Damian, Robin, Red Robin, and Red Hood. It is really cool. I really like that. I don't know who did the artwork for that one. Because I really like it. It's really cool artwork. It's pretty funny though because it has Batgirl who's like at the who's leading the edge and you have Nightwing who's doing a leapfrog over Damien. <laughs> <laughs> and Damien looks mad. <laughs> Which I really like. I think it's really cool. This one is insane. What they have. The Pop, the pop Heroes Batman 80th Anniversary Alfred with Wayne Manor Funko Pop figures. <laughs> they have Alfred Pennyworth. With the Funko Pop Alfred with Wayne Manor. <laughs> which is such a cool thing. Which I think is really awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. 
you know, one thing I always want, one thing I always look at, and it kind of makes me kind of aggravated a bit, is that they have all these Batman the Animated Series figures, and it makes me think, like, wow, I had all of them. I mean, not the new ones that they came out with but by DC Collectibles, but the Kenner ones. I had the Kenner Batman figures. I had, like, several different ones, and, um, and I always go, like, man, I would love, I would love to buy some of these collectible ones, but it just makes me realize, like, I'd rather have the Kenner ones, because the Kenner ones were really cool, and the, not just the figures, but the covers, the, the, the covers that the, the, the figures come in. The artwork, like the bright colors that pop out. Like, I saw the Batmobile of the uh, animated series. One that they did for by DC Collectibles where you put batteries in it, you hit the switch and they light up. Like, the front lights, the lights inside of it. And I saw it and I was just like, man, that is so cool. But at the same time, I'm looking at it going like, you know, I always wanted the Kenner one. The one that the Batmobile comes apart and there's like a mini Batcar that like shoots out of the Batmobile. Like that was the one thing that I always thought was such a cool toy car. And I remember back in the day they had the the animated series Batman clock. Like they had the clock where it like Batman is on like uh, a clock tower roof thing and it had the clock and it's like there's Batman and there's like an alarm to it like if the alarm goes off it goes like a bell and it like lights up like I remember as a kid seeing that like every time I was just like I want that <laughs> and my parents couldn't afford it because it was just like uh, $140 it was like the most ridiculous price ever for something like that but the box itself was such bright colors and it was such a cool box cover and the artwork to it and it just it always looked awesome and anytime I look at like the new DC collectible figures anytime I go in my comic book store I always look at them I'm going like that is such a ridiculous box cover like it's so plain like nothing to it just like stands out except the figure and I think that's the whole point of it is where they make it to look like the figure stands out more than the box. But if you're like one of those collectors who buy something. And you look at it you're like. I don't get it. Like, It's like if, if you're like one of those collectors who keeps stuff in the box. You're just kind of looking at it. It's like there's nothing of it that makes me want to keep it in the box. So. Like I love the 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 new figures that they do because they're so in detail, but at the same time I love the old ones because they they were so cool. And the thing about it is, like, I wish they would make you know buildings to it, like Gotham City, you know, buildings and stuff. But anyway, that's enough of my little rant about things, but. <laughs> Thank you.
Batman's Throw Blanket. That's pretty cool. DC Comics Bat Signal Kitchen Timer. <laughs> I, I, I wonder what the kitchen timer, like once it's done, does it light up? Like shoot a bat signal? <laughs> I wonder if it lights up. Oh shit, it does. Once the timer hits, the thing lights up and shoots a bat signal. <laughs> who would who would buy that? Who who would buy that just to Oh wait, I would. <laughs> would you imagine like <clears throat> I would I would buy it and be like, tell me, is the lasagna done? It will. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I love that. That is such a cool thing. Batman. Bad signal. Christmas lights. Oh my god. I, I, I would do that. I would put up Christmas lights. I, I would buy it. I would, you know, instead of an angel on the top of the tree, you have like a Batman, or better yet, Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday nights, you know. <laughs> so, let's see. <laughs> hmm. Oh. <laughs> I love these. These are such cool things. These, uh... These Batman Diamond Select figures, because they look so sc screen accurate. And they have, like, the uh, Joker one, and they have the Bane one. I I think that is so cool. I would... That is so, would you imagine, like, buying the Bane one? No, my luck, I'd be doing, like... Ah, uh, yes. You think darkness is your ally. Give me a thought of the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> I I always thought like Tom Hardy's Bane was like was awesome in the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> but I honestly think my cat is sort of like Bane, because my cat's mean. <laughs> she she is mean. Like she will stare you down like oh this one's really cool this one is insane this is by far the most insane thing I've ever seen you ready for this one a Batman Begins metal battering replica a metal battering replica Holy shit, you could take it off the thing. Would you imagine? This is such a crazy thing. Like, 
This is an actual metal batarang. You throw this at somebody, you will hit them. Who would buy this? Who would buy an actual metal batarang? Which will be available in the second quarter of 2020 for $132. I am going to add this to favorites. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> I I don't know why, but I I I feel all of a sudden I feel the urge of like I need to buy this. As crazy as it is, a metal battering. You could take this thing anywhere with you. Would you imagine you throw this and you can hit somebody? If somebody's coming at you, you could pick it up and throw it at them. I mean, you could puncture something in them. It's from, it's especially, the battering is from Batman Begins with the famous sign, <clears throat> Storm's Coming. That Batman movie, that <laughs> metal battering. Holy cow. I actually like it. I think that is really cool. I wonder if they're going to do like other batterings where, you know, they have the Dark Knight, you know, the Batman from Dawn of Justice, or they're going to have like, I don't even remember the batterang from, did they have a batterang in the Burton Batman films? I don't remember. Oh my god, they even have the Arkham Asylum one. They have the Arkham Asylum one. You know that could hit somebody. <laughs> you know that one. You know they could hit somebody with that one. That is... That is insane. <laughs> the Batmobile model kit. I have that one. I just never put it together. Sadly. They have the 66 one. Oh, I didn't even see that at the store. Oh, they had this one. This one I know because I did a episode talking about this one. Wait a minute. They got Batman, Ar Batman the Animated Series one? Oh, the Animated Series board game. Huh. Well, anyway. Uh, the Pop Funkoverse... DC 100 strategy game Batman one. I know that one because I have it and I reviewed it. I did I didn't really do a review of how, you know, the game, you know, stuff. I did like a presentation of what it looks like. So, that one's really cool. That's a really cool one. Huh. Penguin Umbrella from the Batman Returns. <laughs> A Batman Pocket Multi-Tool. Oh, I, I heard about that. That That is really that is a really cool one. That is like a multi-tool thing where it has like a screwdriver, a pocket knife, uh 
scissors, pliers. It, you know, it's a really cool one. And I heard a lot of things about it. Like it's, it even has like a bottle opener. LARP is live action role play. If I figure that one out. I was asking what the hell that even means. <laughs> Alright, they got a lot of stuff. You can check it out, which is uh, bigbadtoystore.com, which is really cool. So. Um, I heard about this one. This is really interesting. They, in uh, season six, episode five, they talk about the Green Lantern and the Flash TV show, which is pretty interesting to hear because they talk about the Flash. Yeah, you know, the reason they're bringing the Green Lantern thing up is because they are doing a Green Lantern. TV show on the HBO Max. And there's something that's interesting that I I discovered about Disney Plus. I will get to the Joker cringe. Bear with me. Um this is something I wanted to talk about Monday, but I feel like I want to talk about it now on Friday. Um, there's a report going around that Disney is going to censor a number of Disney Plus films. There's a report detailing that Disney will censor a ton of number of classic movies and its upcoming Disney streaming service. Disney streaming service, Disney Plus. CNBC News report is that the streaming of service will not offer its Academy Award winning uh, 1946 animated feature song, Song of the South. Uh, which is basically the song Zippy Doo Doo Da, Zippy Dee, you know, they, you know. Basically that song is what they're going to censor. Uh, this isn't really a surprise of it because Disney has never released any of its home video format in the United States before. Back in 2011, Disney's CEO Bob Iger explained the decision will not release the song, Song of the South, noting that it wouldn't necessarily sit right 
or feel right with the number of people today, Iger added. It wouldn't be in the best interest of our shareholders to bring him back, even though it would be some financial gain. So this motherfucker is basically saying, even though it will be a financial gain, we just ain't going to do it because it just will not sit right with people. And their feelings. Think about their feelings. Their oppressed feelings. Fuck them. CNBC also reported that Disney will remove its Jim Crow character from Dumbo. The Jim Crow character was from the original Dumbo will be edited out of the film. The version that appears on the streaming service. They are going to edit out the three crows in that film. They are going to edit out three characters that actually has an appearance in the film that sort of plays into the story. Because of feelings. Feelings. You poor pussies. Oh, you poor, poor pussies. How do you... I know your feelings matter, but... They're fucking animated characters from a movie in 1941. If you don't like these characters, go see the original... The new... Anim- the new live-action one that Tim Burton did. Instead of, yeah, this is the thing that bugs me. Like, I am not the biggest Dumbo fan. That's my cousin. My cousin's a massive Dumbo fan. Because he's dumb. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite uh, animated movie is 101 Dalmatians and The Lion King. And I actually enjoy Lady and the Tramp as well, so. Even, uh, oddly enough, Goofy Movie. That's like the last, in my opinion, the last good animated film they ever did. Because they would never make a film like that today. Because, you know, it would upset a lot of people in their feelings if you made a movie about a father and son going on a fishing trip. People would be like, well, what about kids who have lesbian parents? I don't know. Have one of them take the kid fishing. I don't know what to tell you. You know, my neighbors are yelling. <sighs> so anyway, the scene will be the scene was removed. Of course, it was removed in the Tim Burton Dumbo remake as well. You see, they could just go see that movie. They could go watch that film and leave the animated one alone. But they won't. They won't leave it alone. It's part of their thing. Disney also announced that they will be releasing some... They they won't be releasing their live-action movies that will be going to theaters to... Streaming. Like what they're going to do with DC. Like DC's doing. But this one came in as well. I want to talk about this one f- today, not Monday. Even though my Monday episode would be kind of screwed up because I talked about Disney and the Dumbo censorship. But I want to talk about Birds of Prey, test screening, plot leaks. 
<laughs> we talked about yesterday the Wonder Woman one with the uh, monkey paw. We are going to be talking about Birds of Prey. And that test screening. And the plot leaks that came out of it. And I know that a lot of people are going to be upset. I know that possibly the episodes of the last one and this one will be kind of censored. Because we're talking about copyrights. So my episode of yesterday might be pulled down from YouTube over copyrights and detailing spoilers of a film. Involving Wonder Woman 84 and Monkey Paw. <laughs> Monkey Paw. <sighs> Lilo barked, for those who don't know. <laughs> My neighbor let their dogs run loose. Now they're screaming for the dogs to come back home. My neighbors are too fucking lazy to walk their dogs. So anyway. So this person posted on Reddit the DCEU leaks <laughs> bulletin for alleged plot spoilers pointing to the character summary of the film. The person pointed out these, the describing the film Massive subject, a point of view and flashback structure going from a musical number into the scene of tor- of torture that furthers the theory that Harley Quinn breaks the fourth wall and narrates the story. So Harley Quinn <clears throat> will be basically DC's Deadpool. Which doesn't surprise any of us. So, the movie begins with Harley Quinn performing a music number. This turns out to be a fantasy she's been having while Black Mask tortures her for information. She does the, that's me, want to know how I got into this situation bit. The movie flashbacks to the beginning where Harley narrates and frequently Breaks the fourth wall. <clears throat> you see, I knew that they were going to go with this serious thing of Harley being their Deadpool. Now, here's the thing about it Harley Quinn was never that type of character. And the thing is, it never matches up with the Suicide Squad. Thing. So that never that doesn't match up. Like <clears throat> you go from a I guess what it's called a film, you know, to breaking the fourth wall. So he next points out he next point uh, points out backs up the. Thing that they uh, that was report, of course reported, and it's including the teaser. Tra- um, what the teaser trailer shows is Harley being kicked out of the Joker by hyenas. Plus, Cassandra Kane swallows something that belongs to Black Mask. Except the difference of the early reports is 
reports are that Kane use Kane has a USB drive, and Harley potentially works for Black Mask. <clears throat> so, in this one, Harley breaks up with the Joker and decides to start anew, including buying a hyena. She is hired by Black Mask to find Cassandra Kane, a street orphan who has stolen something that belongs to him, a USB drive. With something that Black Mask desperately needs, Cass turns turns out to be accidentally to have accidentally swallowed it. But when Harley finds out that they're going to cut Cass open and get it, she brings herself to turn to turn over and decides to protect her. Turn her uh, uh, turn her over and protects her. Decides not to do that. So we've been hearing that uh, also that Black Mask is affirmed that he is. It's also been reported in hearing that Black Mask is affirmed he is that he is a gay character and the thing and a thing for his enforcer Victor Zaz, a ruthless misogynist. He hates women so much being told no and sends him over the edge. This perils to his reputation in the comics and his reports reported appearance for the art. <clears throat> the reports is the black mask is flamboyant and sadistic gay mobster who masquerades as a respectful nightclub owner. He's obsessed with art and is involved with his main enforcer, Victor Zaz. It is also he is also autistic, being told no, all the girls refuse to obey him at some point. He becomes obsessed with killing them. <sighs> Would you imagine at this point <laughs> so far I I sort of believe the theory that Ben Affleck ran away from DCEU. <laughs> I, I believe the theory that he just... It makes you wonder. But also at the same time, it, it just has me dumbfounded. Like, you take Victor Zaz... And you turn black, and you make, and you take black mask, and you make them into a gay couple. This is like some dumbass Tumblr fan fiction that somebody decides to write. And I know somebody's gonna be like, "Well, you're homophobic," and it's like, "No, I'm not." You take two characters who have a history of being heterosexual characters who are straight. I mean, Black Mask is... Victor's ass is just a crazy psychopath. And you decide, like, you know, we're going to make these characters gay. Would you imagine the... Would you imagine the reports that DC... DC Comics introduces two gay characters and they happen to be villains who kill people. <laughs> would you... Like, you can't make this shit up. Now... I I've said it before that this movie is going to bomb. It's going it's going to make money, but it's not going to make the amount of money that DC's 
putting their chips in. This movie is not going to make over a billion dollars like the Joker. It make more money and profit than the Avengers Endgame. Even though a lot of people are like, the Avengers Endgame made a lot of money. It's like, technically, they haven't, they technically didn't profit more than the Joker because Avengers Endgame, they had to pay the cast a lot of money to be in the film. Filming. Marketing. Joker never marketed. They never, the Joker never had merchandise. They never had Joker t-shirts, Joker hats, Joker action figures, Joker anything. Not even posters. You have to like, I don't know where you get the posters, but they, they never marketed the Joker movie like any other comic book movie. Like, The Crow has, The Crow now has like t-shirts, action figures, posters, soundtrack. I mean, I don't even know if there's a Joker soundtrack that's out. But, it, you know, this movie, they're promoting this movie as, like, the all-girl movie, which there's nothing wrong with it. But this movie, like, so far, it just sounds dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds pretty dumb movie. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but... I know there's going to be some people who are going to be upset by it, but it's my opinion. I'm not being this sexist, misogynist person. I'm just being a logical person who knows comics. This movie isn't going to be great as you expect it to be. I mean, the plot, lo- the plot outline, I even pointed it out that this plot outline is basically Deadpool 2. And Deadpool 2 wasn't even that great of a movie, in my opinion. I know there's some people who love it, but... Honestly, it's just... The premise of it, I mean, is Deadpool 2, so... So, Black Canary, played by... Jureen Smoulier-Bell... Says, uh, by the person who saw the movie Slade was once a vigilante, as a trailer indicates, and has her powers. She joins the fray by finding out that Black Mask is like... Anyway. Black Canary is a retired vigilante, tortured... uh, Sorry, vigilante-turned-nightclub singer who works in one of Black Mask's venues... She has the canary cry and ends up deciding to help Cass after seeing how much the how much of a bastard Black Mask really is. <laughs> sorry, I I some some uh, uh sorry, Jereen Sumet. She is I think the sister of Jesse Sumet. I I made the joke Smoulier is something Dave Chappelle <laughs> Dave Chappelle made which I saw the comedy special. <clears throat> I love how all these are like black mask associates. And really Yeah, this movie I, I gotta point this out. You have Harley Quinn who works for Black Mask, which I can understand that one because it's Harley Quinn. But how in the hell do you have Black Canary and also right here it says Huntress has a ledge Association with Black Mask. 
and Huntress working for Black Mask. It's almost like this movie acts like Batman doesn't exist. Like, Batman doesn't exist. Like, he didn't take down Black Mask, like, so he doesn't exist. And, you know, I don't know. This <laughs> so, Huntress has alleged associations with Black Mask and turns, uh, turns on him. Like the comics and, and the Arrowverse, she is reported to be the daughter of Mafiosos slain by mask adding her vendetta against him huntress is black mask's main enforcer she is the daughter of a rival bobster who black mask killed when she discovers this she goes she goes rogue and vows to kill him and wants to use Cass as bait to lure him in this is dumb <laughs> this is this movie is this movie is dumb. I'm I'm sorry. I know, right? Like it's this movie kind of comes off that Batman doesn't even exist. Like everything Bruce Wayne Batman did in the DCEU never happened. Boozy. I love how this this article puts it. Boozy Renee Montoya is thrown off the police force. Which is in Black Mask's pocket. <laughs> they make this guy sound like he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> First off, how is Black Mask... In- Wasn't Jim Gordon in the Justice League film? I mean, I know Jim Gordon worked in the corrupt police force, but he was a commissioner. She hears about the drive and thinks she can use it against him. Renee Montoya is an alcoholic lesbian cop <laughs> kicked out of the force by her corrupt bosses on Black Mask's payroll who catches a word and of the drive and sets out to retrieve it hoping it contains evidence that brings Black Mask down. <sighs> I know, right? This movie's already giving me a headache. <laughs> I I have nothing against Renee Montoya at all. But hearing this it makes you wonder It makes you wonder what is the whole point of this movie? Just I mean, you know. Harley's pursues them all and joins the forces when her precious Hyena is killed. You couldn't... You see, that's the thing that a lot of people wanted in the Harley Quinn persona of the character. Was... A hyena. They wanted her hyenas, Bud and Lou. In the film. You finally bring in the hyena, and you kill it. You kill... 
you kill one of the characters that people actually was excited about seeing. You were excited about bringing in this character. These, I mean, the, I wouldn't say characters, but bring in two animals that people wanted to see. The crazy hyenas. And you killed them. I guess they took that from John Wick. Because in the movie John Wick, he has a dog that his late wife bought him. And they kill the dog. And he goes on a murderous rampage. So they took that from John Wick. Instead of a dog, it's a hyena. I think hyenas are basically the same as a dog. But you take the hyena and you kill it and all of a sudden Harley goes on this murderous, you know, rampage of one revenge. Harley's hyena is killed by Black Mask, causing her to swear revenge against him. Since they'll since they're all marked for death, she rallies the others and convinces them to strike back against Black Mask. <sighs> Ready. Join forces they attack Black Mask at all fronts. Here it jumps into Harley's capture where it is part of the plan. A very Joker-like move. Black Mask's origin is fully realized in a cinematic confrontation which takes... Before he takes... He, before he's taken into custody. They sabotage, they sabotage Black Mask's operations. They attack his nightclub, taking down... The cops are in his pockets. Even though there was Commissioner Gordon and Batman in the Justice League. But somehow, they're all gone. I take it. I don't know. I guess there is corrupt cops. <laughs> I don't know. Harley is eventually captured and tortured, but being caught is part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Harley is rescued by the others. They lure Black Mask into the final confrontation of, at his headquarters. At their headquarters. There's an abandoned amusement park where Zaz gets killed. Oh, they've killed Victor Zazoff, by the way. Black Mask is disfigured by an explosion and is arrested by Montoya. Contents of the drive reveals after all afterwards Dick statues. If that's possible. <laughs> I like how the one person was. Is that even possible? But it is. Cass retrieves the drive, which turns out to be in possessions of... Possesses statues of Black Mask's dick. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> that is the whole fucking plot of it? Like, not... Not blackmail evidence of other mobsters? Not... Not... Information of drugs or laundering money. It's basically photos of his dick. This is the dumbest fucking plot line of the movie. If this is the movie that comes out... Now, I'm going to do my rant. I I have to do my rant. If this is the movie... That is going to be coming out after the Joker. The Joker, which is basically a critically acclaimed financial hit of a movie. If this is the movie 
I mean, the monkey paw I could give uh, give a pass, but this, this I cannot give a pass. This is fucking dumb. This is fucking ridiculous. This is fucking idiotic to the tenth degree. Now, if it was a Deadpool movie, it's a Deadpool movie. I ain't going to see Deadpool. But this is a DC film. This comes out after a almost billion dollar hit movie that people were excited about. People were like, this is finally the resurgence of DC films. But all of a sudden, you come out with this and it's like, <laughs> get it in the USB drive. It's his photos of his dick. Most people are like, this is dumb. How do you release this movie after Joker? Now, this is idiotic. This is just, this movie screams of a Paul Feig comedy film. And we all know how Ghostbusters worked out. This is ridiculous. This is just this makes this movie makes Suicide Squad look like a great film. It's Suicide Squad. I, the more I think about it, the more I think like you know it wasn't really that bad of a movie, even though the hype of the hot topic crowd kind of ruined it. But this is ridiculous. So, that is what he's crazily possessed of. Test audience hated it. Hated the reveal. So apparently it changed it to something else. Don't know why. Test audiences hated this. Hated this part. Which is smart. They're a smart crowd. I don't blame them for hating this. So, they hated the reveal of it. After, with Mask's arrest, Huntress and Canary decide to stay as partners to protect Gotham. Cassandra Kane winds up with a good family. Harvey mo- Harley moves on. I called her Harvey. <laughs> Harley moves on and opens the next Avengers with Task Force X. Canary and Huntress decide to work together as vigilantes for Gotham. While Harley goes on on her own adventures after arranging for Cass to be taken in by a nice family. The movie's rated R, the R rating is for very violent, full of gore, cussing, test screens overall, test audiences overall liked it. Writes the the person who is talking about this film. Many claims that it's if the accurate, it could be changed overall with stuff such as the leaks and stuff. I like how... One person, I hope this movie bombs. What the actual fuck were they thinking? A great villain is going to get ruined.
if I, I will say this I, I have to say this one if this is the actual plot of this movie I I don't I don't think I'll go see it. I I don't think I will go see it. They're taking something They're taking something that is a character that's interesting and iconic. And they're making him into this misogynist character that is after a USB drive over pictures. So, I'm going to take a real quick break. I will come back and we will talk more about this. The future of DC films. I like how the title of this all of a sudden changes into... Talking about DC films, so I will be right back. I guess the I guess this movie reading it is kind of cringy, so yeah, it kind of works. It's a I should just change change the title to a Jokerless cringe. <laughs> yeah, I do have to use the bathrooms. <laughs> I can't believe you maybe said that on the radio. So I'll be right back. I'm back. Feel a lot better. So, we talked about the crazy Harley Quinn. Birds of 
Prey film. So... DC's deceased comic, which was even worth the three books I bought, reveals which DC characters would survive a zombie apocalypse. Apparently Batman, who is like the most strategized character of the whole books, won't even survive a zombie apocalypse. So, it's also been announced that Arrow for the CW is going to have a two-hour series finale, and the date will be January 28th on Tuesday. The episode will be titled Fade Out, and there's also an upcoming spinoff titled The Canaries. Green Arrow and the Black Canary, so we're going to have a female Green Arrow. So. Wes Craven's horror franchise, Scream, will be returning to theaters with, a filth, with the fifth film. I don't even know how the hell they're going to do another Scream film. <laughs> Without Wes, without Wes Craven, he's he's Wes Craven's dead. The next Joker, the possible Joker sequel, needs to fix the films first. This article is talking about the fundamental flaws of the Joker film. So, this was pretty funny. Josh Gad, who is the guy, the fat dude who wanted to be the Joker, not the Joker, but the Penguin in the um, Batman film. He was in the, uh, he plays Olaf in Frozen and he was in the Beauty and the Beast film. Reacted to... The casting of Colin Farrell as Penguin. The Frozen Two star posted somewhat Batman art, Batman art of the villain, along with the caption. So, what's new today? Seemingly a ref, uh, reflection to referencing Farrell's casting of the film. Apparently, Josh Gad was not happy about it. I'm actually happy they didn't cast him in the film. I couldn't take him serious as Penguin. I feel like with um, with Colin Farrell playing the Penguin, it, it would be more of a more of a um, 
serious role. I feel like it would be more of something interesting. Scoob, the first official images of Scooby-Doo's return to the big screen, was revealed. I cannot wait for this film. I cannot wait for... I cannot wait to see what happens. But this one's pretty funny, though. Uh, I, the Scoob film is going to be opening up a Hanna-Barbera universe films of the Flintstones, Yogi Bear, um, other Hanna-Barbera characters, uh, Wacky Racers. Like, I, I'm excited for what's going to happen of this universe films, like this classic Scooby-Doo Hanna-Barbera universe. I can't wait to see... I, I hope they do Space Ghost. I I actually would want to see a Space Ghost coast-to-coast movie. <laughs> or a Space Ghost live-action live-action series. Like, I remember they did a uh, Space Ghost comic book. Yeah, I bought, like, the first issue and I think I bought the first two issues. I think it was the first one and second one. Then they just kind of... my The comic book store I used to go to just kind of quit having it in stores. I don't know if they canceled it after two issues or what. But I would love to see a Space Ghost movie. A Johnny Quest movie. Like I, I feel like with this, they could really add something new. But one... Besides Scooby-Doo, which I love Scooby-Doo, I cannot wait to see the Flintstones. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait for a Flintstones movie. I I love the fucking Flintstones. But not as much as I love Scooby-Doo and Batman and stuff. But I love the Flintstones. <laughs> I, I really want to see a Flintstones... Um, you know, you know, Flintstones animated movie. You know, I I think <laughs> I would be so happy and excited to see you know the Flintstones come back, and especially for this modern age. Even though, like, a lot of people are talking about the Elizabeth Banks doing the Flintstones animated series being a mature audience for the modern times, it's like, no. No. I, in my head, I want to see Will Ferrell do the voice of Fred Flintstone, uh, Kirsten Wigg doing the voice of Wilma, John C. Riley doing the voice of Barney. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. Flintstones movie. Because, you know, with Will Ferrell, it would be funny and perfect because it fit his criteria of... It fit his area of comedy, you know. Especially here in this theme song. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I I I want to see that animated film. Have the theme song as the intro of the film. You really don't have to do an intro film with credits, beginning opening credits with characters talking. You just play this intro as the opening of the film. It you'll be fine. You'll be fine with this film. I, you know, for me, I would love to see this film. I think, I think it'd be perfect comedy film. I think, you know, it'd be it'd be a great film to see, in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I think with the Scoob film, it's going to, I think, I mean, it's going to be a hit, because, you know, you're talking about Scooby-Doo, and who doesn't love Scooby-Doo? Scooby-Doo is funny, it's exciting, I can't wait to see the plot of this film. I know it's going to be more entertaining than Birds of Prey, <laughs> so I can't wait to see what happens with Scooby-Doo and stuff. Um... This one's interesting. This involves Robert Downey Jr., Disney, and the Oscars. Recently, Robert Downey Jr. stated a recent disapproval for any Oscar nomination in the Avengers film. It would appear that Disney has officially submitted Robert Downey Jr.'s consideration for Best Supporting Actor nomination for his role as Tony Stark in the Avengers Endgame. Effective walking back prior to decisions not to. Along with Downey, Disney has submitted in-game actor Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, Josh Brolin, Paul Rudd, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, also as Best Supporting Actors in Avengers Endgame, as well as Gwyneth Paltrow, Scarlett Johansson, Zoe Saldana, Brie Larson, and Carrie and Jillian as Best Supporting Actresses in Avengers Endgame. News of Downey's inclusion comes shortly after Disney Disney will exclude any Marvel star from any other Oscar considerations in response. Thousands of fans took to Change.org to push the petition for the Academy Awards in Science to officially include Disney's nominee for Best Actor. Following the uproar, Downey publicly stated he requested Disney not to submit him for the Oscars' consideration. Here's the thing. Why would you nominate this film as an Oscar-nominated film? It's kind of like the hypocrisy of the Academy Awards when they nominated Black Panther for an Oscar. And I seen the movie in theaters. And I was just like, this movie's more of a box office hit than it is a Oscar nominated film. Stitch woke up from his nap. <laughs> so for me, I, I sit I sit here and read this article and I'm thinking like this isn't really a good thing. Like, I I seen Avengers Endgame. I don't view it as an Oscar hit film. So. 
Anyway. So. I'm just waiting for something really interesting to look at. Here's something interesting. Warning, the following article contains spoilers of Since When Do You Speak Japanese, the latest episode of the show Legacies, which will include... Legacies include a Vampire diary stars finally making their debut, sort of. So the show is... Legacy found a clever way to slip in a quick appearance of the Vampire diary star Chris Wood who played Kay Parker in season 6 and 8 to appear in the show. Hmm. i never seen Vampire Diaries, so, for those who are wondering. <laughs> I sat through Twilight when I heard about the show. I'm like, I've seen Twilight, I've seen enough vampires. <laughs> This one's really interesting. Tom King teases an unannounced Watchmen project. You know, I, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but I'd rather wait for Doomsday Clock to finally end. To finally end. Uh, Batman writer Tom King seemingly teases an unannounced project. Uh, teases an unannounced project and sort of has something to do with Watchmen. A post on Twitter, Tom King, the DC Comics writer, shared a photo of a 11 and 12 issues of Alan Moore, Dave Gimmons' original Watchmen comic book. Issue 7 is absent and accompanied the images. The comment reads, research, research for a thing. At this time, it's unclear what King's latest writing into the Watchmen universe will be. However, it's seizable beneath the possibilities is likely a comic book project. King has King's history of writing such titles as Batman, Mister Miracle, Heroes in Crisis. More like Heroes Crisis Failure, my opinion. Furthermore, he co-wrote the Watchmen. Flashpoint crossover the button. I remember that. That was actually a good one, by the way. King is already gearing up to revisit the button in Batman 84. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which will be released in early December. Following the release of the original Watchmen graphic novel, DC Comics has revisited the world numerous occasions before Watchmen, which was really good, by the way. 
before Watchmen was really good. I I like the uh, Night Owl. I like the um, the prequel one. I forget the um, Minutemen. That was a good one. Of course, the Doomsday Clock, which will which will conclude in issue twelve this December. You know, I have to do a final rant before we wrap up the show. This is about Doomsday Clock. I have several articles. I will save them for Monday's show. But, I want to talk about Doomsday Clock. I know this show's kind of gone long again, like yesterday's show, but this will end. I promise you that. Doomsday Clock started, believe it or not, started November 22nd, 2017. 2017. As part of the DC Rebirth campaign in 2016, I have read every issue of Doomsday Clock from issue 1 to issue 11. And throughout this whole damn cycle of this series, it's been pushback after pushback. It's been delayed. It's been pushed back. It's been delayed. It's been pushed back. It's been delayed. I am at the point where I am tired of this series. And, you know, I know Jeff Johns was busy. I know he's been busy. He's, he's been busy writing... Wonder Woman 84, you know, evolving a monkey paw. He, he was, produ- you know, executive producer of Birds of Prey. And, you know, we talked about that. But, you know, when you're, when you're doing a project that is highly anticipated... Like, it was like the most highly talked about, highly anticipated series, and now it's going in like a fart in the wind. People are tired of it. Now, this book apparently is coming out December 18th, 2019. Now, I am not holding my breath for it to come out that day. I have a feeling in my gut that they're going to push it back. <laughs> they're going to push it back and be like, you know, it's the final issue. We want to we want to get everything that we have into this book and just go out wild. I have a feeling they're going to push it back. They're going to push it back to 2020 of January. And it's going to end disappointingly. It's going to end very disappointedly. Now, 
I will never in my life buy a highly anticipated series big event book. Like Doomsday Clock was supposed to be the big event. The, the event that will change everything in the DC Comics landscape. What's up, Stitch? What's up, buddy? And that's my dog, by the way. And all of a sudden, it got side, it got pushed aside because everyone's like, you know, this book's taking too fucking long. And it came up with this hero in crisis, and this heroes in crisis is something that I already talked about. I don't, I don't like it. I didn't like how they treated Kid Flash. And the irony of it is, Tom King wrote that book, and look how he wrote Tim Drake. So, I am not thrilled about the next issue of Doomsday Clock that's coming out next month for the end of this year. So, for me, I I am not buying the book. I probably will, but I'm going to buy it not happy and excited. I'm going to buy this book and I'm going to read it and I'm probably going to review it. Possibly in December or in January. Who knows? I didn't like the deceased book. I talked about it. I didn't like how they treated Batman in it. They killed the character off. It's like, I wanted to see Batman fight zombies, for the love of God. And I wanted to see Catwoman fight zombies. Hell, I wanted to see Joker fight zombies. <laughs> but that ain't happening. So, I am, in my opinion, I am not thrilled with this book. So, anyway. Uh, so, this is the wrap-up of, of the show. Um, I will do... Mon- Monday show, I'm going to be talking about... I don't know what I'm going to be talking about, but... Um, yeah, so... Uh, Monday's show, I will review the Batman 82 comic. Uh, I will buy it. I don't know which day of the weekend I'll buy it, but... I'm going to review that book as well, so... Um, and I will probably talk about Titans. <laughs> See what happens in that episode. So, uh, I didn't get to watch Titans episode, so... Uh, yeah, I will talk about it Monday, and I will talk about Batman 82. I actually look forward to seeing what they're going to do with 84, since there's, like, rumors of Watchmen now, I actually look forward to seeing what's going to happen. So, uh, I will see you all Monday. And I can't wait to talk about the Batman and Titans and other stuff. So, um, I like this one comment someone wrote on Twitter. Thank you for spoiling Birds of Prey. Dodge the bullet. (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome so anyway thank you love so I I I actually one thing I have to say about I think Birds of Prey um reading the plot lines of it it actually makes me not it makes me not look forward to it actually made me happy that they never did Gotham City Sirens. 
when I think about that. And it's it's messed up how distasteful they did things in Birds of Prey. The spoiler plots and all that. Um, now they're making like Huntress and Black Canary the vigilantes for Gotham. <laughs> it just... It, it, it makes me like scratch my head and think of like, wow, you, you take away... A iconic, not really iconic, but legendary character, and you replace them with you replace them with two characters that you know. I wouldn't say are not interesting, but they're sidekicks or like side characters. You know, like. Black Canary, when I think of Black Canary, I think of Green Arrow. And when I think of Huntress, I think of the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. Or I think of her with Question. You know. So, in my opinion, I I just think it's just distasteful, in my opinion. But we're, we're getting a new Batman film. We're getting a Batman film that a writer, director took almost three years to put together this story, this idea in his head. And you have an actor who is enthusiastic and excited about what he's going to do with Batman to the point where he wants to lose himself in the character. Which basically means he wants to go Christian Bale (laughs) on this character. So I I look forward to seeing what they're going to do with this Batman film. And the way that I heard things about what they did with Batman, having him basically disappear to the point where he doesn't matter and all of a sudden like everything with that I read, I feel like they basically flipped the bird to Ben Affleck for what he did with Batman. And I'm I'm happy that you know Matt Reeves took over Batman. I I am excited to see what he does with his take on Batman. Um, you know I I wish there was a way that HBO can like salvage what's left of the DC extended universe, give Zack Snyder amount of money that he wants to do a final hurrah with his DC films and finally let you know the other guys do their thing with it but apparently that won't happen but you know I actually am (laughs) I'm actually in a way I want to see this Birds of Prey film just to shred it to pieces (laughs) but part of me doesn't want to but you know who knows? Maybe I'll do a live commentary while watching the film. I don't know. So, anyway. This is the wrap-up of the show. I will see you all Monday. Final final thoughts are, don't ever swallow a USB drive. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say with this final thoughts. My, my head is killing me from reading that stupid film. And...
So the, the final thoughts are, have a great weekend. I will see you Monday. And we will talk about comics and whatever. So I will see you on Monday. Goodbye.